0: Momentum Podcast, helping you develop a partner network that
1: enables ministry to happen.
0: Welcome to the Momentum Podcast. My name is Daryl Parsons, and I'm so excited because back with me is Naomi Vandavish. Hey, everyone. (laughs) Naomi, how does it feel to be back from your mat leave?
1: Um, I love being back. It's busy but good. I really love my job.
0: Listen, Naomi, I have struggled while you've been gone. I have been, I have struggled because you haven't been around. But oh, okay. okay but also, <laughs> here's the thing. So so also, when when I tell people about you, sometimes I I'm, I struggle to communicate just how awesome you are. Okay. Uh, and, and 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 here's the thing. So t- t- on this podcast, this is the perfect opportunity for us to practically demonstrate your level of awesomeness right now, because okay. you are back. And who did you bring with you for uh-huh. this momentum podcast? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I am so excited. Did anybody recognize that laugh? Have-
0: who is it? <laughs> yep. Right,
1: Everybody, it's guessing, it's guess that laugh time. Um, so we have Herbie Kuhn with us. And you probably have heard his voice before as the in-house voice of the Raptors, but oh, yes. I bet you didn't know that was only his part-time job. <laughs> well, you might not know what his full-time job is. So Herbie, why don't you tell us a bit more about that?
2: Naomi and Daryl, I would be thrilled to tell you about that, but I would be remiss if I did not begin by saying what an honor it is to be here on your Momentum podcast with the two of you. So thank you for this opportunity to be here on the podcast and to share in our support raising, our momentum raising, uh, our ministry exploits together. What a privilege it is to it serve out. the Lord. This is like the <laughs> Mutual God. Admiration
0: Society has come together.
2: Absolutely. <laughs> right. So absolutely. We, we, need, we need to
0: stop massaging one another's egos and get down to business. <laughs> so
2: I know to, your, to your question, to your question, Naomi, I have the honor of serving as a full-time missionary with the Christian Sports Ministry Athletes in Action, which is part of the larger family of Power to Change Ministries Canada. Mm -hmm. And in the auspices of Athletes in Action, we have four different wings. I won't take the time to tell you about all four, except for the pro ministry division, where I have the honor of serving in the role as a pro sports chaplain. And in that role, I am blessed to be co-chaplain of the Toronto Raptors Basketball Club, along with my brother in Christ and my mentor, Steve Kearns. And I'm also, again, by God's grace, chaplain of the Athletics Canada East Hub, as well as the Toronto Argonauts Football Club, the oldest professional sports franchise in North America
0: hallelujah go herbie listen to you you've you said that before i can tell
2: (laughs) Uh, one or two times one One or two times Carol.
0: well it's kind of funny because that's really kind of close to the heart of what we wanted to talk to you about right uh naomi you want to tell us a little bit about how you got to know herbie and why he's here (laughs) we go way back old friends (laughs)
1: So we attend the same church. Well, actually, we I attend um, Calvary Church, and we had a missions event. And nice. it was a wonderful time that um, all of the Calvary missionaries came together, and we were all told we had three minutes to give <laughs> uh, a little presentation nice. on what we do. And yes. I'm not sure if anyone except for Herbie <laughs> did their presentation in three minutes. Nailed and it, he baby, nailed it. He, he ah, did, he did. And he walked up there and yeah. he told his presentation and I was ready to clap by the end. Ah, yes. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I was like, oh my goodness, that story was so touching. And I was I, like, it was very, um, <clears throat> the presentation was very, very powerful hmm. and to the point. And I, I got a heart for the ministry <laughs> and I wanted to know more. And I thought, that's what we need. We need someone to teach us how mm-hmm. to do that as staff. You know, we might have an opportunity to go into a church and share about ourselves yep. and maybe go on and on and on about things. Or yep. we can do like Herbie. And so I thought, what better way to learn what you did than to yep. call him? So I called up Herbie and he agreed so graciously to be here today.
2: <laughs> That's here here awesome. we are. Here we it's are. great. Hey, Daryl. Yep. Daryl, you know what the five B's of public speaking are, right? The five be brief, brother. Be brief.
0: Be brief is so true. You learn something about the economy of words when you're in a field like you're in, right?
2: Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So to your point, Naomi, let me let me share this briefly. Okay. Number one. Number one, talk to the Holy Spirit. Listen to God. Mm. Listen to His voice. What do you want me to include? You know that there's a the time frame here. You know there are parameters. Lord, what is essential to include here? That's number one, unequivocal. Number two, you need to respect. You need to respect the people who are inviting you. Absolutely. When you have an opportunity. I am absolutely frustrated beyond description with individuals who are invited to share somewhere and they say, you've got three minutes, you've got five minutes, you've got 10 minutes or whatever, and then double that time, triple that time later, that person is still unpacking what they have to share. If you Mm -hmm. can't figure out how to share it in three or four minutes, then you need to work on your presentation. As simple as that, it's about respecting your host Mm -hmm. and if you overextend that invitation, then you're abusing that invitation it's, it's that simple So the number one ask for the guidance of the holy spirit to direct mm-hmm. you exactly what needs to be included number two you need to respect you need to know exactly what the number is and you need to work within their parameters you're mm-hmm. the guest yep. you're not the authority here you're the guest you're you're operating under their authority so you need to respect that and say lord we're going to fit this into three minutes or five minutes or whatever the case may be in order to respect the people who invited me and the last part the most you know the most important part is you have to be passionate and you need to be succinct. You need to be passionate and you need to be succinct. I will not get excited about hearing anyone's ministry, no matter how wonderful and fantastic it is, if they are talking about it as if they are reading a weather report. I'm not <laughs> going to get excited about that. You need to be fired up. You need to be enthusiastic about it. And I, by enthusiastic, I don't mean loud. Right. I don't need to be, mean you need to be demonstrative necessarily although that's my style but i need to hear in your voice that this is personal to you Mm. that this is personal that if if you didn't get to do this ministry then you would probably be packing bags in a grocery store somewhere i need to know this is important to you that you're passionate about christ in this people group this this environment whatever it is and you need to be succinct and when Mm -hmm. i talk about being succinct You cannot elaborate with many words, many adjectives. You have to choose carefully whether that's a scripted response, Uh a scripted dialogue, or if you're like me, I can go with bubble points, bullet points, and just build off of each of those. You need to be passionate. You need to be succinct. Mm -hmm. You need to give people a great example, one example, maximum two, of the fruitfulness of the ministry which God has entrusted you to. And then you sum it up and you say, Hey, I'm excited about this. If you're excited about this, Hey, join me. I'd love to talk to you later on. Thank you. God bless you and peace. And you walk away. Mm -hmm. It's that simple. It's that simple. And if you can't do that in three minutes, then you need to figure out how to edit. It's that you know. I'm, well, I'm sorry. I'm being pretty blunt here, but that's the way it's got to be. Herbie, listen.
0: Yeah. I, you know what? So many people are going to push back and say, "Yeah, but I, there, I got too much. I can't say it all in five minutes. It's impossible."
2: Listen, listen, Daryl. Let me tell you something. I've been in full time ministry for this coming January first will be twenty years in full time ministry. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nice. I have congratulations stories and stories and stories and stories and stories. I could tell testimony stories of. Hundreds of athletes, Mm. of individuals who I've crossed paths with in ministry, in preaching, at men's retreats, at youth outreaches, Sunday mornings, people who've been healed, people who've been forgiven, people who come. I could go on forever. Mm. But guess what? People don't want to hear you talking forever. People have a limited window to be able to absorb and really take in what you've got to share. So you need to choose your top one or two. Hmm. It's that simple. And Hmm. if that means tough editing, it means tough editing. So I shared a highlight, which happened to be a current one. Mm -hmm. And the fact of that was that three Toronto Argonauts players had come to receive Christ earlier this season as a result of God's grace in their lives and the Athletes in Action Ministry, which God has entrusted me to. So I shared that. I was passionate about it. I was excited about it. And I am. I still am. And that caught people's vision because I demonstrated to them that professional athletes are people too. They need the Lord as well. And by the way, three of them committed their lives to Christ this year. And that was it. Amazing. That's it. That's it.
0: See, that's yeah, it. Yeah, that's, that's definitely what
1: caught my attention. That's it was pretty the cool. story. So mm-hmm. why,
0: why don't we, why don't we try to do it? Like, let's put, a, let's, Herbie, let's put you on the spot. Let's just give you three minutes. Let's, let's
1: say, uh-huh.
0: cause, cause everyone is saying, sure, I'm, that I'm sounds good in theory. And I hope people have been taking notes, but, but let's, let's hear it. Naomi, you got a stopwatch or something, right? Let's, you got <laughs> yeah. to r- ring a gong if he goes one second over three minutes right now, because at my church, we keep time, Herbie. You got three minutes. Don't <clears throat> disappoint me.
2: All righty. Here we go. Let's let's give this a try. And this is and, and ladies and gentlemen, this is truly off the cuff because I have zero notes in front of me right now. You Listen, just wasted
0: thirty seconds of your three minutes. There
2: you go. <laughs> three, two, one. Good. Let's go. Good afternoon, everyone. My name is Herbie Kuhn, and I have the honor of serving with the Pro Division of Athletes in Action Sports Ministries here in Canada. In that role, God has blessed me with the opportunity to serve as co-chaplain of the Toronto Raptors Basketball Club and Lee chaplain of the Athletics Canada East Hub, as well as the Toronto Argonauts Football Club. Let me tell you something, everybody. There is a big misconception in the world today for those of us who like to look at the bright lights and the stars, you know, the people who are on our television sets and on the screens of our devices, that professional athletes, celebrities, and entertainers don't have a care in the world. They're financially secure. They have the respect and admiration of individuals all over the place, and they can get a thousand likes with this click with the click of a tweet. And it's that simple. Nothing could be farther from the truth. Celebrities, whether they are musicians, actors, or in my case, professional athletes, let me assure you something. People need the Lord. And the same insecurities which plague you and I. The insecurities regarding belonging, regarding fear, regarding doubt—am I ever going to fit in? Am I going to be good enough? Am I going to make the cut? Those things are exactly the same in the in the lives of the professional athletes. With this exception, they're amplified all the more because when they mess up and when they miss the cut, it could end up on TSM that night on a really bad highlight reel. So let me tell you something, ladies and gentlemen. Professional athletes need Jesus Christ just as much as anybody does. And by God's grace, he's laid that passion, that inkling on my heart to share and encourage Jesus with the athletes who cross my path. How do I do that? I do that by submitting and serving them with pre-game chapels and pre-training chapels on an ongoing and consistent basis. Did you know that with the Toronto Raptors Basketball Club, every single game at Scotiabank Arena, we have a 14, 15-minute pregame chapel every single game? Yes, we do, where professional athletes, multimillionaires, are hearing about the word of God through his scriptures and being encouraged in their walk with Jesus Christ. With the Toronto Argonauts, we not only do pregame chapels, but we also have weekly Bible studies as well. And a highlight I would love to share with you from our past 2019 season is this. After one of our Bible studies, I challenged the guys, where are you in your walk with the Lord? And they gave me some vague terminology about, you know, I became closer with God at this time. I started getting more serious at this time. So I challenged them. I said, have you accepted Christ as Savior? And by the time that time was done, all three of them bowed their heads and received Jesus Christ as Savior. My friends, I'm going to say it one more time. Professional athletes need the Lord. If you're interested in supporting me, and what i'm doing by reaching the world of pro sports for the faith of jesus christ then talk to me later on take care god bless you and peace
0: boom mic drop
1: you were just oh. just 3 minutes exactly oh. <laughs> Crushed awesome. it, Herbie.
2: that's amazing.
1: And you know what? Did the... you have a timer?
2: I certainly did. Uh, see, there's there... I started panicking at around two thirty. I
1: know. I was like, I don't think he's gonna do it. I don't think he's gonna do it. But it here's
0: awesome. the thing. Like, wow, that was so cool. And 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 you and you were I mean, I, okay, yes, you're a pro and you were running a little bit on the clock there. So you know, but you were doing that off the cuff. So somebody yeah. who has a chance to prepare what they're going yes. to say in advance there's no excuse yeah. there's no reason why we can't be tight in our presentation
2: you know what you know what daryl this is a very interesting topic because the very first thing that i said was operating under the guidance of the holy spirit mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we all know that the holy spirit is not restrained by human clocks right mm-hmm. so i understand fully that, that on occasion, there may be opportunities, there may be certain circumstances where you need to overextend things a little bit or somewhat because you feel a particular leading or motivation from the Lord to tell a particular story, and it right. may result in you going over. But at the end of the day, I believe that this is also true, that if you submit your presentation to the Lord ahead of time, and you honor your hosts, and you you're, you're premeditated. Mm -hmm. that you're going to honor your host. I think that God, no, I know that God is going to honor that and Mm -hmm. allow you to share what needs to be shared within the allotted time. I used to work with, I used to serve as a chaplain with uh, the Gideons international years and years and years ago, the Bible Mm -hmm. distribution folks. And, you know, we used to get invited to churches and, you know, share, share a message in front, you know, from the pulpit before the sermon or something like that. And they'd say, you've got five minutes, you've got seven minutes, whatever it was, you know what? I don't know about you, I don't like sitting in a church service that goes longer than it needs to. So I was respectful, <laughs> and I want to make sure I deliver every bit of information about the Gideons within the allotted time frame. And when you do that, guess what? They invite you back. Mm-hmm. When you don't abuse that it, true. they invite you back. You got they it. want you to be included. Whereas if you step on their toes and you go too far, it's like, thanks, Serby. Off you go. <laughs> we won't see you for a while around these parts. So you've got to respect them. And you know what? That's yep. when you've got. That's when you earn the respect of people because schedule everybody's time is important. Time is a precious commodity that cannot be redeemed. We can't get it back, yep. so you need to honor it.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I always thought about the economy of time as well. If I'm talking to a hundred people, you know, and I say like five minutes at a hundred people, that's five hundred minutes. Yeah. Right. You <laughs> know, the, the, like
2: don't talk for five hundred minutes.
0: Exactly. You know, and I just, I, I really. I really love your uh, – I just really love the part of that when you talk about respect, uh,
2: yeah. respecting mm-hmm.
0: the time and, yep. and um yeah um, i I think we wanted in the spirit of this presentation to probably make this our shortest podcast ever Sorry. So, <laughs> so so I don't know if you have any other uh, thoughts that you wanted to kind of kind of add to what you've said already.
2: Yes, I do, and it is this: practice practice don't yes. be ashamed don't be ashamed to practice in front of a mirror don't be ashamed to get a close trusted friend or co-laborer and say hey let me run this presentation by you mm-hmm. because when you practice and when you become efficient with your delivery it eliminates all the uh, mm, mm-hmm. oh well, Man. Uh, and huh. that makes me crazy yep. when every fourth word is um, well, you <laughs> know um, I'm just um, I'm just going to Tell you a little um, about what this minister. uh, Oh my gosh, I'm ready to get up and leave at that point, okay? Yes. You need to practice it, you need to refine it. I'm not saying that everybody needs to be a polished professional speaker. That's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is we all have room for improvement and we can all do our best to eliminate the us, the buts, the oh, uh, uh, that kind of thing from our presentations Mm -hmm. so it is as streamlined as possible. Ah. And when it's streamlined, it's professional. I hear you. And at the end of the day, the people who we want to invest in our ministries for the cause of Christ, they want to see excellence, don't they? They want to see excellence. Yeah. There's
0: no arguing that point right there. I am absolutely. I'm guilty. I'm guilty of that. I mean, I've been I've been in broadcasting in the past. I've done a lot of presentations, and occasionally I will hear a recording of myself and go, "Oh man, there were way too many ums in that for my comfort." Mm. You know that you've gotcha. Yeah, and and you know what? You're you're right. There's a definite correlation between preparation. Presentation. Absolutely. Yeah. The other thing. Uh, the other thing you were mentioning, practice, and I would say, uh, if it didn't occur to people, you, you have the guts to videotape yourself.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Set your phone up and record yourself giving that presentation while you're getting it ready, and just see what you learn about yourself when you watch
2: it back.
1: That's absolutely, a very good idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you
2: got it. You know what? For professional what? athletes, their route to excellence is in repetition. Hmm. Repetition, hmm. fundamentals. And practicing the same things, those rudimentary things, over and over and over, so that when it comes time to step onto the ice, onto the track, onto the field, onto the court, they can do it without thinking. Amen? Amen. That's what what being an athlete Mm -hmm. is all about. So why should that not apply to us as missionaries as well? Why should mm-hmm. it not apply to us that we practice, we refine our skills so that when the time comes to do it in the elevator, when yep. we have our elevator talk or in front of a stage, in front of a, an audience of 500 people, that, hey, you know what? For me, that's game time. Let's go.
0: Yeah. Mm.
1: yeah. Absolutely. Well, I feel like I have some homework to do. <laughs> what do you think, Daryl? I, I,
0: Naomi, I have already told you you're awesome. Uh, <laughs> But uh, look, the reality yes, is we can yeah, all improve. I could improve. use some practice. We can all get better. Yeah, that's that, Absolutely. We can all
2: get better. Yes. I've been doing this for 20 years. I've been announcing basketball for 25 years. There's still room for improvement. I can still get better.
0: hmm hmm Yes. Love it. Well,
1: I am so glad that we had this chance to <sighs> talk to you and learn yeah. from you. There's You have so much. Um, you just have a wealth of wisdom in this short conversation. So I just want to oh, say man. thank you so much. This has been amazing.
2: Yeah. Thank you so much, folks. Daryl, Naomi, greatly yeah. appreciated. By God's grace comes a lot of experience, and with the experience comes hopefully a little bit of knowledge and wisdom, and it's my responsibility to share that, not just to keep it to myself. So may yeah. the Lord bless you both and everybody <laughs> out there yeah. listening to Momentum who is part of the YFC family. I love you folks Keep pressing on for Jesus Christ. Never compromise the message. And I pray that as a result, as teammates, we will reap a great harvest one day of souls and individuals getting to heaven. Thank you, folks. Love you so much. Peace. Amen. Wow.
1: All right.
0: Tell
1: me
0: what you say. Wow. Like, I'm just blown away by that passion. Again, it just shows how awesome Naomi is. <laughs> uh-huh. <Look> who Naomi <laughs> hangs out with when she's like not that's at YMC? Right. I don't know.
1: My, friend, My Herbie. friend Herbie. Yes. Well, no, we are so grateful that Herbie was willing to to come chat yeah. with us and to share and bless yeah. us. In that and it was so, a blessing.
0: Right? What like it
1: was yeah. a blessing.
0: Um, I hope that nobody walks away sort of from listening to this podcast thinking still that yeah, but that's a professional. I I think that those tips are um, true, regardless of how polished uh, or practiced a communicator you are.
1: Absolutely. And we're not going to say, you know, you have no notice and give us a three-minute presentation like we did with Herbie, (laughs) Um, but rather.
0: No, okay, we won't. You know what else like really just uh, grabbed me about what he said there at the end uh, was how in professional sports, repetition is, you know, the path to success, right? And Mm -hmm. and just something jumped out at me was, like, how much more important is the work that God has called us to as missionaries with YFC than professional sports?
2: Like, Mm -hmm. on a scale of
0: 1 to 100, how much more important is it? And that being the case... Like, how much more important is it for us to take it seriously and practice and give it 100%? I, I, I know, like what Herbie was saying about the Holy Spirit, sometimes the Holy Spirit does move. But, you know, sometimes, I'm going to be frank, sometimes I've heard people and I think they use this being spirit led as an excuse for not preparing. I know that's blunt, but hmm. honestly, I, I feel pretty strongly I've seen that in, in practice so yeah. yeah so so for those of you that are listening I hope that there's yes there may be a bit of an exhortation in that but hopefully it's also encouragement <laughs> that you know that that you can really nail your presentations and uh, give your yeah. best to God in the presentation and I think you know that that's a lot about what momentum is about is about us giving yeah. our our best to our partner development
1: I'm so <laughs> Yeah, and when I think about preparation, I realize that the Holy Spirit is at work in that time Absolutely. as well. When we when we prepare, we should be praying as we prepare, and recognizing that um, even as we write down a script, that that God is at work through that preparation mm-hmm. time, um, and it's not necessarily something that we don't prepare and go up on stage and and hope that the right words come Wing to it. us that will is, bring is, people. Is, is, I believe <laughs> yeah. the turk. Exactly. And on
0: top of all that, it has been proven now, scientifically quantified, measured, and absolutely certified. Naomi Vandavish is awesome. <laughs>
1: uh-huh. <laughs> ah, well, we this has been so much fun. I've missed the podcast. I've been listening to podcasts for my maternity leave, but this is it's always been fun to be part yeah. of this. And hope that we can provide something to our staff that is helpful and something that provides you with encouragement and and support. And we do love to hear from yeah. you. So if you have ideas for up, upcoming podcasts, let us mm-hmm. know. Um, we want to to keep resourcing you in a way that um, that makes sense and that is helpful yeah. to you. So please keep in touch with us, momentum at Yeah, And
0: in the same way, if you're struggling with your partner development and you want to talk to us, send us an email. We would love to connect with you and uh, help with resources and coaching to help you to succeed in your ministry.